This is Dennis Estopase of The Business Mirror, and you're listening to The Brother Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Table Tales Tuesdays, a segment of The Business Mirror Brother Look Podcast that talks about agriculture and food. The Brother Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of The Business Mirror. Today's Table Tale focuses on coffee farming in Malaybalay, Pindon, based on the story written by Business Mirror's John Aaron Francisco. For more stories on agriculture and food, please visit the Business Mirror website. For the print edition, please go to the Agriculture and Commodities section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Malay Balay, the capital of Bukidnon province, is around 850 kilometers south of Manila. Dubbed as the South Summer Capital of the Philippines, Malay Balay is home to nearly 200,000 people, many of whom belong to the Hikaonong tribe of indigenous peoples. Gifted with good climate, arable land, and watershed areas, the Malay Balay people rely on agriculture for their income. One of them is coffee farmer Arnold Abiyar. And after... Mr. Abiyar embraced the regenerative agriculture concept of Nestle Philippines Incorporated. His yield perked up. Mr. Abiyar told the Business Mirror that prior to adopting the multinational firm's farming strategy, his yield hovered around only to 250 kilos to 350 kilos per hectare per year. Currently, Mr. Abiyar said, his farm has been hitting an average of 900 kilos per hectare, even reaching a staggering more than one ton of yield per hectare per year. If you are to take Mr. Abiyar for his word, his current yield is already above the 538 kilos per hectare average coffee farm yield nationwide based on latest government figures. Mr. Abiyar credits Nestle Philippines for that achievement. The farmer from northern Mindanao said, had Nestle Philippines not intervened, the coffee industry in the Philippines would have collapsed. He also believes that the multinational firm's investments ultimately benefited and benefits both farmers and consumers alike. Mr. Abiyar's achievement confirms the experience of Nestle Philippines as expressed by Corporate Affairs Executive and agronomist Donnell Chedra. Mr. Kiedra said during the event the company organized in Malay Balay that it only means if it's the right technology, bringing technical assistance with the coffee value chain and bringing the farmers to the farm business school can have a significant impact. There's only one problem. Mr. Abiyar is pushing 50 and regenerative agriculture, a farming method that respects the cycle of mother nature, needs farmers patient enough in such a long process. And farmers must be young enough to make this approach successful and sustainable. The regenerative agriculture approach introduced by Nestle Philippines comes at a time the Philippine coffee industry is seeing an increase in demand for the bean while supply is unwieldy as coffee farmers are aging, experts say. This is compounded by the need to transfer the agricultural practice to young people. According to Mr. Jedra, the first hurdle is the attitude of young Filipinos towards farming. 
Mr. Kedra believes that majority of young people nowadays shun agriculture because they always associate farming to poverty and hard labor. Nestle Philippines Vice President for Corporate Communications and Michelle Torres Pador flagged such conditions as chilling to the coffee industry. Ms. Torres Pador said she sees a bleak future for the coffee industry if there would be no one to farm. The Nestle executives noted that without an influx of new talent into the coffee industry, there could be a severe shortage of coffee farmers within the next decade to 15 years. The Philippines is currently 44.4% self-sufficient in coffee, which means more than half of the country's coffee supply comes from abroad. They added that such a scenario could lead to the Philippines to increasingly rely on imported coffee and lose leverage when exporters either impose a ban, such as India's rice stance, or control trade. And with the local coffee industry still failing to keep up with the rising demand for the beverage, the lure of importation of the commodity becomes more enticing every day. According to the Department of Agriculture, the Philippines' green coffee bean production is centered in Mindanao, accounting for a substantial 84% of the overall yield. Meanwhile, Luzon and Visayas contribute 9% and 7% respectively to the country's green coffee bean production. The statistics highlight the regional disparities in coffee production within the country. Further analysis of 2022 data from the Philippine Statistics Authority covering the period January to March 2022 underscores the dominance of Robusta coffee in the country's coffee production landscape, constituting a significant 72%. Arabica coffee follows with a 20% share, while Excelsa and Liberica make up 7% and 1% respectively. Despite these numbers, a critical issue looms over the Philippine coffee industry, which is the sufficiency level or the ability to meet local demand is alarmingly low, standing at a mere 27%. The Philippine Statistics Authority data also revealed this deficiency in production compared to demand has been a persistent problem since the year 2016, posing a significant challenge to the country's coffee sector. According to Carlota Madriaga, Department of Agriculture Regional Technical Director for Operations, the country is an ideal place to grow quality coffee. However, Mr. Madriaga said local coffee production is decreasing by 3.5% annually over the past decade. Meanwhile, the country's coffee consumption for the last three years, or 2018 to 2020, increased by 2.1%. Mr. Arthur Barria, Nestle Philippines Head of Agribusiness, told the Business Mirror that the concept of enhancing traditional coffee farming to uplift farmers' livelihoods by elevating their income above the poverty line is a good story to tell. Mr. Barria emphasized that regenerative agriculture and intercropping leads to more increase in their annual income. Mr. Barria believes that regenerative agriculture and intercropping lead to more sources of income and hence an increase in the annual income of coffee farmers. In the year 2021, Nestle, in collaboration with the German development agency GIZ, launched an initiative under the Nescafe banner called Project Coffee Plus. This initiative aimed to introduce 1,500 farmers to the principles of regenerative agriculture and entrepreneurship. 
The outcome of this intervention has been reflected in the data demonstrating a significant success in increasing the yields and profits of coffee farmers who participated by a remarkable 300%. According to the initiative's results, coffee farmers achieved an average yield of 900 kilograms per hectare, a substantial improvement from the baseline crop yield of 235 kilograms per hectare recorded in the 2018 to 2019 period. Notably, a subset of 192 top performing farmers even exceeded this, achieving yields of 1 metric tons per hectare and higher. The outcomes of this initiative have been closely monitored and evaluated by the Rainforest Alliance, an international non-government organization dedicated to partnering with businesses to enhance agriculture, preserve forests, combat climate change, and safeguard the rights of people. Meanwhile, implementing initiatives would come to naught if there is no healthy soil on which to plant coffee, Mr. Chedra said, adding that regenerative agriculture is vital. Mr. Chedra emphasized they teach farmers to help them develop a richer soil and make coffee farming communities more resilient. Mr. Barya, meanwhile, stressed the importance of training and access to affordable loans to address the challenges faced by Filipino farmers. Ms. Pador said the company uses a two-pronged approach to rejuvenate the local coffee industry. Preparing the land for coffee-drinking Filipinos also helped the new generation of coffee farmers. She underscored the seriousness of Nestle's commitment by stating that the firm is here for the long haul. Ms. Pador acknowledged the issue of aging coffee farmers and urged collaboration within the industry. There is hope, though. Third-year agriculture student of Sultan Kudarat State University, Queenie Subasco, expressed her willingness to pursue agriculture as her college course, citing the current state of the country's coffee industry as a motivating factor. Ms. Subasco believes that the agricultural industry holds immense potential and offers a multitude of benefits. She also lamented that some people do not appreciate the importance of and the country's need for agriculture. In a news briefing at the Bukidnon Integrated Coffee Center, Nescafe Philippines launched its Kapit Bisig sa Pagbangon campaign, a movement aimed at raising awareness and rallying Filipinos to support their local coffee farmers and secure a prosperous future for the generations to come. Nescafe Classic Assistant Brand Manager Igi Natanuan is asking everybody to raise awareness to talk about the current landscape of the coffee industry. Mr. Natanuan said the campaign goes beyond traditional charitable efforts, combining online engagement and educational empowerment in a remarkable way. In a pioneering move, the company introduces the campaign on TikTok, the first ever brand channel reach in the Philippines with a cause. The challenge invites the public to participate by creating TikTok content, be it singing or dancing, using the iconic Bangon music as a tribute to the hardworking Filipino coffee farmers. Mr. Natanguan believes the youth can do something in improving the coffee agricultural landscape in the country. The online challenge harnesses the power of social media to amplify the message of supporting local coffee farming. Through the catchy tunes and captivating dance moves, participants can spread awareness and inspire others to join the cause. 
Mr. Natanuan emphasized that there is no tangible incentive to the participants, but the incentive that they will get is the help and the awareness they will raise from the challenge that they did. As Mr. Natanuan highlights, it's not just about coffee, it's about fostering unity and camaraderie among Filipinos for a brighter future. According to Nescafe Philippines, they are committed to invest in the future of the agricultural industry by providing educational grants to the top three agricultural universities in Mindanao. These are Central Mindanao University, Sultan Kudrat State University, and the University of Southern Mindanao. Mr. Natanuan said they chose these institutions as they serve as beacons of hope and they are teaching agriculture. The investment, according to Nescafe Philippines, will benefit 400 junior and senior high school students who are children of coffee farmers. Mr. Natanuan believes these students could really level up farming in the country as they could be the future coffee farmers. Through the initiative, 10 million pesos will be allotted to the educational assistance. Each student grantee will receive a one-time grant of 25,000 pesos. According to Mr. Natanuan, they have a preference for students taking up agriculture. He added that the parent should be a member of the Nestle partnered cooperatives such as Santa Catalina Multipurpose Cooperative and Lamac Multipurpose Cooperative. Mr. Natanuan said the company believes this financial assistance will not only support the educational aspirations of the young individuals, but also emphasize the importance of the agricultural sector in the Philippines today and in the future. Meanwhile, Mr. Chedra firmly believes that agripreneurship holds substantial opportunities and sees it as a crucial pathway for empowering the younger generation. He added that farming, particularly in the case of coffee cultivation, transcends the traditional notion of agriculture, presenting a dynamic business opportunity. To support his vision, he highlighted the importance of imparting fundamental entrepreneurial skills along with sound business and marketing knowledge to farmers through specialized training programs that Nescafe provides. Mr. Cheda said coffee farmers can boost their income if they apply good agricultural practices with the right interventions. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror Bodyloop podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BN Podcast. The Broader Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabang, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Until the next episode, this is Dennis Topaz of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe. Stay strong and be empowered.